It's new. It's amazing. It's Prell. P-R-E-L-L. Prell Shampoo. Yes, Procter & Gamble's new Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. Prell brings you The Life of Riley. Prell, the shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff, leaves hair radiantly lovely, presents The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Well, things are a bit quieter this week in the home of Chester A. Riley. The family has returned from Cincinnati, where they attended the world premiere of a new motion picture, The Life of Riley. And once more, things are serene. Particularly today, for it's an anniversary. Eighteen years ago today, a significant social event took place. The marriage of lovely Margaret Barker to Brooklyn's most eligible young bachelor, Chester A. Riley. The ceremony was performed in the banquet room of the Waldorf Cafeteria. <laughs> and immediately following the ceremony, the bride and groom posed for the usual wedding picture. All right now, I'm ready to take the wedding portrait. Where's the bride? The bride, please. Oh, here I am. Now just stand over here. So. Ah, lovely, lovely. Oh, this is going to be a sublime photograph. Now, where's the groom? The groom? Uh, uh, here I am. Oh. Must we have the groom in the picture? <laughs> you bet I'm going to be in it. I'm paying half, you know. Oh. Oh, very well, if you insist. All right, now. Watch the birdie. Mr. Riley, will you please close your mouth? Uh, what's wrong? From here, it looks as if the bride is at sea, standing next to a porthole. <laughs> now watch the birdie. That very same picture has been gathering dust in the Riley cellar until last week when it was resurrected by the Riley children, Babs and Junior, who had it enlarged, retouched, tinted, and put in a silver frame. And tonight, they are about to present it to their parents on the 18th anniversary of their wedding. Here they come, Junior. Where's the picture? Right here. You think they'll like it, Babs? Oh, they'll adore it. And will they be surprised? They think they lost it years ago in Brooklyn. Hi, kids. Hello, children. Hi, Bob. Hi, Mom. Hi. Well, what are you two grinning about? Huh? Happy, Happy anniversary. anniversary. Whose anniversary? It's ours, Riley. Holy smoke, that's right. I clean forgot. As usual. Yeah. Eighteen years ago today was our wedding. I forgot and those two kids remembered and they weren't even there. something for you. Oh, yeah. Here. Many happy returns of the day. Oh, children, you're darling. Oh, thanks, kids. It's just what we needed. Well, you haven't opened it yet. Oh, who cares? I love it. Riley, open it and see what it is. Huh? Yeah, okay. Oh, I'm so excited. I, I... Hey, look at this. Ha-ha. <laughs> oh, this is a scream. What is it, Riley? It's a comic picture. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, but Pop... The dame don't look so bad, but that goon alongside of him. <laughs> He's wearing a tuxedo with yellow shoes. <laughs> Riley, for heaven's sake, don't you know what that picture is? Yeah, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> in there with his mouth hanging open. Looks like a porthole. (laughs) 
Wait a minute, that's my porthole. our wedding picture. Well, we thought you'd like it. Oh, but we do, dear. You couldn't have given us a nicer present. I've been looking for it for years. I thought we'd lost it. Where on earth did you find it? In the cellar at the bottom of the trunk. Now, let's see. Where's the best place to put it? The bottom of the trunk. <laughs> Riley, don't be like that. I don't like the way I look in that picture. Now, look, dear. I know you think of yourself as having been a handsome Lothario in your younger days, and I realize it's a little disillusioning to find out that you look just the same then as you do now. But be a sport. Yeah, I know, but the way I look, I... Oh, Pop, you should worry, as long as you're healthy. <laughs> well, I guess they had cheap cameras in those days. <laughs> okay, I can take it. <laughs> Well, that's better. And just to show you the kind of a sport I am, I'm taking you all out to celebrate our anniversary. Oh, oh that's Pop, you're the greatest. I'll get you things. Go oh, ahead. I have to change my dress. Yeah, I'm going to wear my new slacks. Ah, uh, 18 years. Hard to believe, Peg. Yes, it's been a long time. Peg, tell me. If you had to do it all over again, would you pick me? Uh, uh, never mind, don't answer that. <laughs> Forget it. Oh, of course I would, dear. Yeah, I don't know why. Ain't much on looks. I'm not so hot on brains. I just make a living. But you're the best husband a woman could have. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I guess we're both pretty lucky, and we got two great kids. Oh, yes, we certainly have. <laughs> what did we ever do to deserve such wonderful children? We got married. <laughs> <laughs> It's you, Riley. Oh, hi, Gillis. Come on in, pal. Thanks. <laughs> I just got home. I took the family out to dinner. I, I saw your light, so I thought I'd... Uh... Hey, uh, what's that thing there on the table? There? A wire recorder. A what? A wire recorder. It takes down music and talking, and it says it back. It's got better ears than I got. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, where'd you get it from? Oh, I win it on a quiz program. The Crackpot Jackpot. Oh, yeah? Well, that's my favorite program. And you actually won it, Gillis? Sure. The guy who runs the program, uh, uh, Professor Weirdo, yeah. he sang this song for me, see? And he left out one word, and I had to guess the correct word. What a cinch. What song was it? It went like this. Uh, Queen Victoria's very sick. Napoleon's got the measles. Josephine's got hoop and cough. La goes the weasel. <laughs> That's a, that's a tough one. How did you guess? I missed it. <laughs> if I'd have guessed, I'd have won $30,000. <laughs> so instead, they give me this here wire recorder for a booby prize. Yeah, gee, that's a, that's a great thing. Show me how it works. All right. You see this here spool of wire? Oh, yeah. Now, I turn this here switch on. Now, say something in this mic. Hello, folks. What's new? Yeah, I turn it off, and then I turn this switch on. Listen. Hello, folks. What's new? Hey, you see? Yeah. Hey, that works great. Who was the sissy who said hello, folks? You! Me? <laughs> Go on, I don't sound like that. Riley, this machine don't lie. I don't talk like that. <laughs> Some machine. What's it good for, anyway? Spying on people. Eavesdropping. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, would I love to hide it in the girls' locker room with the plant. <laughs> Gillis, I'm shocked. Oh, it's a great machine. 
Say, in your case, a guy like you can find out exactly what your family thinks of you. Yeah, how? Record what they say when you ain't around. See, you hide it, and they don't know it's on. Yeah, well, I don't need no machine to tell me what my family thinks of me. They adore me. Why, only tonight, Peg said to yeah, me... Yeah, yeah, I know what she said. How do you know? Listen. You're the best husband a woman could have. How did you... Held the mic near your keyhole. <laughs> they know everything she said. But what she says to your face and what she says behind your back is two different things. I don't believe it. I didn't either until I got this machine. Where's that spool? Uh -huh. Oh, here. I want you to hear a little conversation that went on in my house when I wasn't around. Listen. Uh -huh. Eggbite? Eggbite? That's my doll and wife. Uh -huh. Yes, Mama? That's my doll and son. How many times have I told you not to leave your socks on the piano? You're getting to be more like your father every day. He's the sloppiest thing I've ever seen, and you're just as bad. Now, you see what I mean? To my face, she says I'm neat. Eggbite? Get me your father's pants on the chair there. Get this butt. What does she want with your pants? You're here. Here's Papa's pants, Mama. That father of yours. <laughs> Honest, that father of yours seems to think I can run this house without money. That's the third time this week he sneaked out of the house without leaving me a cent. He's the stingiest man I've ever known. But I'll teach him a lesson. Give me those pants. Hey, Gillis, she's going to go through your pants. Relax. He can't walk out on... <laughs> What's that? I put a mousetrap in my pocket. Uh. <laughs> enough to give you an idea. That's horrible. That's married. To my face, it's darling, sweetheart, angel, lover boy, and behind my back, it's dope, tightwad, schmo. <laughs> Same thing in every family. Oh, no, not in my family. Oh, no? Uh. Try it out on him. I'll hook it up for you. We'll hide the mic under your sofa. Not the door. No, I ain't gonna spy on my family. Scared to find out the truth, hey, Riley? There's nothing to find out. Peg and the kids love me, and they respect me. This is my 18th wedding anniversary. And after 18 years of married life, going through thick and thin together, if I can't trust my family, if I have so little faith in them that I have to spy on them, then all I can say is... is... is this machine hard to hook up? Hurry up, Gillis. I think Peg is coming. We're all set. The mic's behind the couch. Uh, they can't see it, and it'll pick up every word. I ran the wire under the carpet out here to the hall closet where I put the recorder. Okay, let's go now. Oh, Riley. Huh? Are you going out? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah just, just, just for a while. Over to Gillis's. Well, all right. Don't be late, darling. Okay, I won't, sweetheart. Oh, who was that, Mother? Oh, just your father. He went over to Gillis's house. Oh, I wish he'd let one evening go by without seeing that Gillis. He's a bad influence. He's the one who's always getting your father into jams. I can do without him, too. He's so vulgar. Matt Egbert's not so hot, either. Oh, we'll probably be over there for hours. And ten to one, he's putting your father up to some mischief. Well, Riley, soon we'll know the way. Uh, well, I ain't worried. You heard the way she called me darling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Soon you'll hear what she's calling you now. <laughs> this may lead to a divorce. Uh, well, I ain't worried. I got confidence in my wife and kids. Okay, we'll see. And the more I think of it, the less I like this eavesdropping. I'm sorry we did it now. Too late now. It's out of our hands. The minute you turn on that switch... I didn't turn on any switch. What? You didn't turn... I thought you did. I thought you did. That's what happens when you deal with amateurs. <laughs> now the recorder ain't on. I'm glad. I'm glad we forgot. I never liked this spying from the beginning. 
I think that any married man who would stoop to this kind of sneak and underhanded business, which in my opinion is, which is nothing but, which, which switch is it? Oh, I'm really getting fed up with that, Gillis. If your father isn't over there, he's over here. It's been going on like that ever since we got married. He's always lived next door to us. You know, I remember when we were first married that Gillis... You... Who's there? Uh, it's only me. I forgot something in the hall closet. Oh, what, dear? Maybe I saw it. Nothing. I, I found it. See you later. Now, what was I saying? Oh, yes. When we were first married, he was out of a job, and he'd hang around the house all day long. I just couldn't stand having him around. Hurry up, Gillis. Play it back already. Go on. Take it easy. I got to rewind it. Oh. I thought you wasn't worried. What are you so nervous about? Yeah, well, hurry up. Hurry up. Okay, it's all set. Now, listen carefully. What, dear? Maybe I saw it. Nothing. I, I found it. See you later. That's when you went into the house to turn it on. Now, what was I saying? Oh, yes. When we were first married, he was out of a job, and he'd hang around the house all day long. I just couldn't stand having him around. Gillis, she... Aha! What did I tell you? That's a lie. I hung around the house, but she never saw me. She was out working. Whenever he'd come near me, he'd give me the willies. That's a lie, too. She couldn't stop kissing me. The thing I can't stand about him, he's so crude. Babs, too. And what a tightwad. You mow the lawn for him, and he promises to pay you, and he welshes. Another lie. I gave him an I.O.U. <laughs> Oh, I wish we could get rid of that pest. Oh, no. Fat chance, unless we moved out of town in the middle of the night and he wouldn't be able to find us. How could they? It's an idea. But I'm afraid we're stuck with him for life. Imagine being married to a creature like that. Well, you kids can thank your lucky stars he's not your father. <laughs> the glamour girl of the year. I'm Tallulah, the tube of proud, and I've got a little something to tell. Your hair can be radiant, oh, so easy. All you gotta do is take me home and squeeze me. I'm Tallulah, the tube of proud, and I'll make your hair look swell. It'll shine, it'll glow, so dandruff-free for radiant hair. Get a hold of me. Tallulah, the Yes, take it from Tallulah. For radiantly clean, radiantly lovely hair, it's Prell. Procter & Gamble's Radiant Cream Shampoo. Because Prell leaves hair more radiant than any soap shampoo you've ever used. Soft, smooth, gleaming with natural highlights. And Prell removes embarrassing dandruff in as little as three minutes. Doctors' examinations proved it. So for hair that looks swell, shampoo with Prell. Try it tomorrow. Before we rejoin Riley, just a word on a swell new movie you'll be seeing soon. Yes, The Life of Riley is now on the screen, a warm and funny film starring William Bendix as laughable Riley. And this week, our NBC listeners can see The Life of Riley in Kansas City, Cleveland, Baltimore, and many other cities. It's a movie you won't want to miss. 
And now back to Riley, but not the sweet, lovable, kind-hearted, generous Riley of old. Bitter thoughts are running through his mind. So this is how they pay me back. They don't pay to be good. From now on, I'm going to be mean and vicious. And so Riley sits in his living room, scowling fiercely, determined to be a hard-hearted father and husband. Daddy? (laughs) What's the matter, Daddy? What do you want? Uh, Aren't you well, Daddy? Mind your own business. Now speak up. What do you want? Daddy, I'm down to my last pair of nylons, and they're a mess, and I've got a date tonight. Lend me two dollars. No. But, Daddy, what'll I do? Go barefoot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't be like that, Daddy. No. (laughs) Come on, please. Be a sweet daddy. Please don't be a meanie. Please. How much do you want, honey? Only two dollars. Well, uh, here's three. Oh, oh, thanks a million, Daddy. You're a doll, baby. See you later. I didn't do so hot there. Well, <laughs> it take a little time. I can't change my sweet nature overnight. I, I need more experience. I... Pop, where are you, Pop? Oh, Junior, he'll be a pushover. I won't go soft like I did with Babs. I'll teach him. Oh. Here you are, Pop. Say, Pop. (laughs) Hey, that's funny. Do it again. Do what again? What you just did. You sound like Leo the Lion. What do you want? Oh, uh, say, Pop, can I go to the movies? No movies. Oh, let me go, Pop. Do your homework. I did my homework. Hey, let me go, Pop. The whole gang's going. They are. Well, then you'll stay home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Please, Pop, don't be like that. Everybody's going. I want to go, too. I'll be a pal, Pop. Gee, if a fella can't come to his own father... Stop, Junior. (laughs) I can't stand to see him miserable. Go to the movies. Go, go. Oh, thanks, Pop. Uh, here's an extra dime for popcorn. Oh, oh, boy, thanks, Bob. You're swell. So long. Swell, he says. Little hypocrite. <laughs> but I still love him. What's the matter with me? Why can't I be mean like they deserve? A dictator like Hitler. Yeah, that's what I'll be from now on. A regular Hitler. Gotta keep reminding myself. Riley, you ain't Riley anymore. You're another Hitler. Oh, Riley, dear. The the Schweinhund runs with you. Oh, your stream. <laughs> oh, come here, you big clown. Don't touch me. Well, what's wrong? I was just going to give you a kiss. You'll wait a long time before I kiss you. <laughs> Have you gone crazy? All right, if that's the way you feel about it. Good wait, come back. Kiss me. I'm only flesh and blood. Uh, oh, Riley, what's the matter with you? You know what's the matter. Well, no, I don't. Now, come on, tell me all about it. What's bothering you? How could you tell the kids that I... that you... that, that they... I don't want to discuss it. Riley, wait! I'm going out. Goodbye. Riley! Oh, what's the matter, Mother? Yeah. Your father, he's acting very strange. I wish I knew what was bothering him. Oh, he acted very odd with me, too. Positively weird. Oh, it's his nerves. He's just overworked. 
I wish he could get away by himself for a few days. It'd do him a world of good just to be away from the family. Why doesn't he, Mother, for the weekend? To Palm Springs, he'd love the desert. Why, yes, he could stay at the place we went to once, the Colonial House. Oh, but you know, Daddy, he wouldn't want to go without us. We'll make him go. We won't give him time to argue. We'll have his bag all packed tonight, give him some money, hand him his bus ticket and say, on your way. What's the use of going on? When a guy's family thinks about him the way my family does, he may as well phone the undertaker. Just dial Hollywood 4111. <laughs> Who's that? It is I. Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. Sorry, wrong number. Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. Digger, you're looking at a man who's reached the bottom. Standing up? <laughs> What's the trouble, Riley? Oh, everything. My family, my kids. Ah, yes. Families can be most vexing. My dear brood keeps nagging me to give up my business and buy a farm. They're right. People should go back to the soil. If people wish to go back to the soil, I'm here to help them. <laughs> That's nothing compared to my family. They hate me. Oh, nonsense. I got half a mind to go away someplace and stay there forever. Good, 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 good. But what place? I know a couple of spots. <laughs> but you wouldn't like them. Riley, I'm sure you're imagining the whole thing. No, I got proof, Digger, and before I'm through, I'll tell them off good. I'll really rip it into them. Oh, Riley, I beseech you, don't say things you may regret. Go to them. Talk it over. You'll find you're wrong. Well, I, I don't know. All right, I'll give them one more chance. I can be big. That's the spirit. Always give the other man the benefit of the doubt. Make sure he is what you think he is before you lay him out. <laughs> Cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. Hey, Mom, Pop's coming. Now, remember, children, let me do the talking. Well, here's his bag all packed. Oh, where's the bus ticket? Here it is. Oh, fine. Peg, Peg, where are you? Uh, in here, Riley. Yeah, Peg, Peg, listen, I... I... Hey, uh, what's that bag? It's yours. Mine? All packed. Pick it up, here's your bus ticket, and hit the road. You're going... I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> you ain't getting rid of me this easy. But, Riley, we just want you... I know what you want. I know all about your little plan to get rid of me. Oh, Mother, I knew we'd find out. You bet I found out. I heard your whole conversation. Oh, we thought we'd surprise you. I bet you did. Well, what are you getting so upset about? It's a fine idea. We should have done it long ago. Well, yeah, Pop, you got it coming to you. <laughs> oh, this is too much. It was bad enough when you called me names and made up stories about me. What name? You know, but when your own wife shoves a suitcase in your hand, hands your bus ticket and says, hit the road, bum, that's gone too far. <laughs> oh, Riley, what on earth? Without a Sanchez. <laughs> oh, no, Pop, here's money, $20. $20. 20 measly dollars. Oh, no, you ain't getting away with this. You're forgetting there's a law in this state, the community property law. That law protects us poor husbands. <laughs> and my share of our community property is worth at least... I'll take the 20. <laughs> Riley, something tells me that, as usual, we're talking about two different things. No, we ain't. This is one time I know what's going on. You want to get rid of me so you can get another husband. 
Someone who won't give you the willies. Riley. Well, don't worry. I'll give you your divorce. I won't fight it. You can divorce me on the grounds of incompatible... Incompatible... No divorce. <laughs> Riley. But I'll tell the world about you. They'll know how you treated me. Riley. I'll tell everything. You won't be able to shut me up. I'll tell... Riley. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I haven't the faintest idea what you're raving about. We just wanted to send you away for a few days so you could get a rest. But after the way you've been babbling just now, we won't have to send you. They'll come and get you. <laughs> we thought you'd like a weekend at Palm Springs. Palm Springs? You mean a vacation? Just for two days? You don't want to get... You love me? Honest, Peg? Yes, I love you. And for that statement alone, they ought to come and get me. Oh, Dumplin', you're so right. The Rileys will return in just a moment. Does unsightly dandruff spoil your well-groomed look? Then do as thousands do. Use Prell Procter & Gamble's Radiant Cream Shampoo. For besides leaving hair radiantly lovely, Prell leaves hair radiantly clean, too, free of embarrassing dandruff. Yes, in as little as three minutes, Prell removes ugly dandruff. Doctor's examinations proved it. And with Prell, your hair is so smooth, wonderfully soft, and so easy to manage. You'll find Prell economical, too. It goes farther than any known shampoo because it's more concentrated. As Tallulah says... I'm Tallulah, the tube of Prell, and I'll make your hair look swell. It'll shine, it'll glow, so dandruff-free for radiant hair. Get a hold of me, Tallulah, the tube of Prell Shampoo. Riley, there's still one thing I don't understand. Yeah, what's that, Dumplin'? If you were over at Gillis's the other night, how could you overhear our conversation? Well, you see, I had a... Uh, there was a... Uh, I, I, I can't tell you. I'm too ashamed. Now, come on, Riley. Well, uh, promise you won't tell the kids? I, I wouldn't want them to know. I promise. Well, I recorded the conversation on Gillis's machine. I, I had a mic hidden behind the couch. Oh, so that's how you heard it. You had a mic hidden, huh, Pop? Perhaps. Junior, you were eavesdropping. I'm shocked. My own kids eavesdropping. <laughs> Peg, I don't know where they get it from. Procter and Gamble invite you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The Life of Riley motion picture is now showing in over 200 theaters and will open next week in Buffalo and Pittsburgh. Tonight's script is by Alan Lipscott, Reuben Shipp, and Dick Powell. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger O'Dell is John Brown. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. And remember, for more radiant hair free of unsightly dandruff, get the shampoo in the tube. P-R-E-L-L. Prell Shampoo. Hi-ho, Irish snow. Wash your dishes with Irish snow. It's kind to hands and speedy too. Lovely hands mean a lovely you. Hi-ho, safe in snow. Wash your dishes in ivory snow. Let your hands tell you why ivory snow is so wonderful for dishwashing. Wash your dishes with ivory snow as millions do. 
When you see how ivory snow pampers your hands, you'll know it's ideal. It's ivory mild, ivory pure. And remember, it's granulated for speed. No soap made is faster for dishes or kinder to hands than ivory snow. The only soap, both ivory mild and granulated for efficiency. Yes, for speedier dishwashing, for snow white hands, try wonderful ivory snow. And this is Ken Niles reminding you to tune this NBC station every Friday night for Jimmy Durante, Eddie Cantor, Red Skelton, and the life of Riley. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.